Secrets to Real Estate Investing, Episode 68. Welcome to the Secrets to Real Estate Investing podcast by House Flip Masters, where you will learn powerful strategies from top experts in real estate investing, and you will find valuable information to take your investments to the next level. Now, here's your host and expert real estate investor, Holly McCann. Welcome to another exciting episode of Secrets to Real Estate Investing. And today is so wonderful, and I know I say that a lot, but I have another awesome female flipper and wholesaler to share with you today. Her name is Jamie Woolley. She's out of Texas and has an adorable accent, or maybe I have a not great accent because I'm the one with the accent compared to her, right? Anyway, I met her earlier this year at an event of flippers and wholesalers and I just love her and her story her energy and I was just so excited to bring her on to share with you and especially if you're a mom because she's a mom and she's doing this business so well so anyway with that welcome to the show Jamie hi Holly thank you so much for having me I appreciate it well thank you for sharing your very valuable time and as a mom I know how precious the time is too it's even more so than I think people who aren't parents but why don't you give our listeners a little bit of your background and how you started out and how you got to where you are today Definitely. So I am from Dallas, Texas. Uh, as Holly mentioned earlier, there is a little bit of an accent here. I'm actually from Kaufman. It's more of a country town. Uh, now I'm a little closer to the Dallas area. So just uh, hang in there with this Texas twang, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. A little bit about me. So, you know, I, uh, I'm a mom. Like, like Holly said, I have an 11-year-old beautiful girl. She started middle school this year. I'm married, and uh, that's kind of the family aspect of it. Um, you know, growing up, I never knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I was in a, a household with, you know, parents that had two master's degrees each. One was actually teaching in education, and my father was actually an entrepreneur. So I grew up going to the office with him in the summers and things like that, and I was always a daddy's girl. And so I never knew what I wanted to do, but I was pushed to, you need college, you need this, and... You know, it was never my thing. I did go. I had a golf scholarship, so I did go for about two years. But as as they like to say, I was actually out more than I was in during those two years. It, it just was never for me. And so after, you know, my short period of uh, somewhat college, I decided, you know, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with myself? And um, my husband and I ended up having Madison. She was a blessing. So she came early and I stayed at home for four years. And that was really, really important to me to have that time with her and to stay at home with her. And I loved it so much, but I was so ready to get out and to do something. So I started a golf marketing company. And here in Dallas, Fort Worth, the golf marketing industry is it's been it's been ongoing for a while and the players that are in that you know aspect really had a strong foothold on it so I was making money but not anywhere close to the money that I wanted to make and my dreams and my goals and so I ended up working for my dad uh, you know he said hey why don't you come work for me for a little while just do some office stuff figure out what you want to do go from there I'm like okay yeah I thought you know, six months, a year, nothing, no big deal. 
it ended up being an eight, nine year stretch. Wow. (laughs) Definitely. So, you know, during that time I was doing all, you know, all kinds of stuff in the office and pretty much running the entire business, uh, payroll, hiring, firing, all, all that fun stuff and really got a good lesson in just business 101 with him. But I was, you know, kind of capped at what I was making. Uh, I wasn't going to go to him and say, hey, I'm your little girl. I need to make some more money. It was like that was what the position was paid. You know, I was I was capped. And again, I'm sitting here like this is not going to get me to where I want to be. And so I thought, what, what do I want to do? If I could do anything, what would that thing be? And it was real estate investing. At the time, like a lot of women, I was sitting on the couch watching HGTV every single night and just loved it. So my husband and I, we were broke, you know, when we first got married, especially being so young, we bought just a complete clunker and we fixed it up ourselves, you know, sweat equity for six months. We lived with his parents and we fixed up the house. And that was the most fun thing I've ever done. Like I had so much fun transforming the home and I thought I did it once. I didn't think of it as anything profitable at that time, but I can do it again. So immediately I went and got my real estate license. I took online courses in the evening. I didn't know anything about real estate. I just thought, you've got to have your real estate license, right? So yeah, not necessarily, but I thought that at the time. I got my real estate license and I gave him my four-month notice. And that's what pretty much catapulted me into starting to do the real estate side of things. So that's a little about me and what got me to here and where I am today. That's awesome. And what an inspiration for other women who want to do it, because I think this job lends itself to a woman with kids because it's a flexible schedule. You're not stuck in an office, you know, eight to five every day, at least when you're starting out and maybe not with a big team like you have now, but at the beginning, it's real flexible. And I know moms that with little kids, the kids are in the car seat, they're driving for dollars, or they've got a friend to come hang out with them in the car. Well, you know, the mom goes in and negotiates with the seller. I mean, if you're motivated, you're going to find a way to make it work, right? Definitely, definitely. I mean, my mind was set. It was literally, I was not going to come crawling back. I had trained my replacement for four months. <laughs> I had no option. Like I told my daughter in the beginning, she's like, mom, it's eight o'clock. You're still working. I said, well, honey, it's either this or Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that there's any issue or wrong with Walmart, but I mean, I really, the skill set that I had was office, you know? So it's like, it's either mom does this or I have to go find some job somewhere sitting in an office. And to me, that's like you know, no, no way will I ever do that again. Like, I don't care what I have to do. And so, yeah, it was really important to me to, you know, to do something that, that I loved and that I could have that flexibility because I love that you talk about, you know, being a mother, it it is so important. You know, I was reading the other day and I think 22% of investors in all investing, you know, areas are women. So you're talking 88% are men. So we're, we're in a very small niche of women. And what's funny is women don't realize what, you know, what great investors they could be. I think there's a lot of women I've talked to and you're like, well, but you know, I'm a mom and I've got this and you know, I do all of that. I'm at every one of her, you know, games. I'm at all of her school functions. You know, I drop her off in the morning. A lot of times I'll pick her up. So it's such a flexible business that you can still be an amazing mother, an amazing wife and a business owner in real estate. You can make a lot of money, Holly, as you yes. know. Yes, like, so I'm always, you know, wanting to talk to other women and empower them and tell them that they can do this, you know, like they can make it happen too. 
Amen. Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> well, let's um, go ahead and talk in more detail about your first deal. Definitely. All right. So my first deal, you know, like I said in the beginning, I didn't really know what I was doing. To this day, I still probably don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm stumbling constantly, right? So every week I'm learning something new. I'm changing something up. But at that time, um, you know, I didn't know how to find deals. I was just looking on Craigslist all the time. I didn't have a mentor or a coach. And so I ran across this deal on Craigslist. There was a woman from Kansas, and she had just put her home up for sale in McKinney, Texas, which is about 30 minutes from where I live. And I thought, well, this looks like a good deal. And I knew how to run comps at that time because, you know, I was an agent, so I knew how to run comps on the MLS. And I thought, wow, this looks like a really good deal. So I went ahead and just contracted with her over the phone. And I was looking at the property a, a couple days later, walking through, and I got uh, contacted by a cash buyer. And he said, hey, I see that you have this property you know, would you be willing to sell it? And I'm like, well, no, I'm, I'm renovating this house. You know, this is my second house ever to like, you know, flip or whatnot, but my first wholesale. So the first was a flip. This was a wholesale. And he came along and said, you know, I'll, I'll pay you 130,000 for it. And I thought, well, hold on, let, let me do this simple math here because I can do simple math. Anything above that. I got it at 90 and he paid me $130,000. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. That's $40,000. And I didn't have to do any work. I didn't have to mess with anything. No headaches, no stress, no flipping. But this is awesome. What is this? You know, and started talking to a few people. And they're like, that's a wholesale deal. Wholesale, they're like, yeah, you get the property under contract. And then you will sell that contract to an end buyer. And I was like, Oh, I like wholesale. <laughs> and so that was my very first uh, wholesale deal. I made $40,000 and it was the easiest, most awesome thing ever. And uh, from then on out, I've, I've been doing wholesaling and flipping. <laughs> so that deal was amazing. And I love that you were an accidental wholesaler. That's so yeah. cool. But hey, you were open-minded and it turned out to be a really good thing for you. So yeah, $3,000 um, will open your mind really quick. <laughs> well, and to a lot of people, it's more than they make in a whole year. And that was what I did deal. make in a whole year. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, score. <laughs> That's wonderful. So did you go back and tell your dad and say, dad, I guess what I did? Or were you oh, yes. You know, he has been my biggest supporter. I'm so blessed. Like in the beginning, he was definitely protective and he knows nothing about real estate. You know, that wasn't his business. No one in my family, you know, does real estate. But he was very, well, what if the market goes up or goes down? And I said, listen, I'm just doing it. Okay. And so he's been so supportive and he loves hearing about all the deals. And now he's got five or six rental properties from the thing. And now he's doing, you know, buy and hold. So it's really cool. Yeah. Cool. I love it. I love when parents are supportive. I do well, too. So I know, and we were talking before, you told me about your first wholesale deal, which I would love for you to tell our listeners what the term wholesale is and means and about your deal and how much money you made with that one. Perfect. So wholesale can mean a few different things to different people. I'll give you my definition, but if you go on Facebook or social media, you can get slashed left and right for your definition of wholesale. So, right. you know, take this as you want. But for me, a wholesale is 
when I, you know, get a property under contract, I'm actually taking possession of that property. And then I do just a few things to spiff it up a bit and make it a little prettier and put it on the open market retail, the multiple listing, you know, things like that. So actually sell the property to an end retail buyer or even a cash buyer who may want a more turnkey, you know, buy and hold property. Uh, so that is what a wholesale deal is in my world and my definition. Okay, well tell us about your first wholesale deal. Yes, so my first wholesale deal was in Garland. It was um, an older gentleman named Charles nicest guy ever and I had planned on wholesaling this deal so another accidental type thing happened um, and so you know I got the property under contract and uh, I went inside just to you know to clean it up to see what we were gonna do and the neighbor actually came over you know I said listen I'm, I'm probably gonna list this I'm gonna rehab it I'm gonna list it all that fun stuff and so I was prepared to rehab it and list it the neighbor came over and said hey you know we're looking for a property for my son and daughter they're living in the house with us right now and I was like okay you know this this could be cool and so you know it was a very simple deal we we talked out on the front porch they went inside they looked at the property they're like oh this this needs a little bit of work and I said well yes definitely like that's why I'm gonna renovate it and put it up for sale and they were so against that like no please don't please don't and I said well you know I've, I've got to get the right price so this one was also a ninety thousand dollar deal I got under contract for 90,000 and I planned on you know fixing it up a little bit putting it on for you know maybe 170 175 and uh, we agreed upon 150 so I made $60,000 wholetailing that property I mean it was amazing you know it was it was so easy and that's when I stumbled across wholetailing you know so really all of this has been stumbled across in my year and a half of business it's just kind of you know I run into something and figure it out last minute and make it happen that <laughs> so is it was awesome. a really really fun deal I was really stoked about that that's sixty thousand dollars is a huge deal no matter how way you shake it so it oh, would yeah. it was super exciting for me <laughs> that is awesome i'm experimenting kind of well my husband picked this deal but we're doing we're hoping to do a hotel deal we picked up a house for 135 okay. in the palm springs area and we're, i think we're going to relist it for 180 with just cleaning it because the wholesaler we bought it from i think we paid him 18 grand he's like it will go for 180 all day long but he didn't have the funds to close on it where yeah i can just you know, I got the cash for that, no problem. So, I mean, because like people may ask, well, why wouldn't the wholesaler just flip it? Like, and you could have, but you're always weighing cost and benefit is the cost and the headache of running the renovation and the surprises that every renovation usually has and the budget overruns. Is that worth, you know, the extra profit may or may not be like, take the quick nickel over the slow dime as you hear investors talk about so exactly most definitely and you know here in my market holly and and i think a lot of competitive markets you'll notice that you can do a full reno on it and you really may even end up with the same profit margins either way and so that's really kind of how i determine is once i get the property under contract I just back it out. What is the best way to 
you know, sell this property? Should I wholesale it? Should I wholesale or should I flip? And I just run all three of those, you know, numbers. Well, we know wholesaling, there's no cost involved, but, and just run that. And once I see where the profit lies and what's going to have to be invested time and all of that fun stuff and the risk, it's really easy to pick A, B, or C, you know, and, and once you have the money lined up, private, hard, you know, however, however you've got that money, it, I mean, you know, it's, you really just get to decide on every property what, what's the best strategy. Love it, love it. Okay, well, let's move on to what I think my favorite double whammy deal is that you were telling me about, where I guess you were starting to flip and a neighbor came over and one deal turned into two. So tell us about that one. Yes, this was a super awesome deal. So, uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I'm from a small town in Kaufman. Uh, there was a property in Scurry and I was rehabbing this property. And about two weeks before the property was finished, the neighbors came over and were speaking to my contractors and said, look, we really like this house. Is it for sale? And, you know, so they called me and this happens on a lot of properties. You know, people come by and you don't think a lot of it. You're like, okay, great. You know, a lot of neighbors, nosy neighbors, you know, want to, want to see what's going on in the house, how it looks, things like that. But they were very serious. They said, listen, you know, my mother, my mother-in-law, she lives in Garland. We've been wanting her to come live close to us. She's getting older, but she doesn't want anything to do with it. But we think this could be the perfect opportunity. Kind of like, could you help me sell her on this? And I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> like, I'm going to help, you know, sell you on this. I'm thinking, okay, like I can get a buyer for this. This house looks amazing. The price is right. But you're asking me to go help sell your mother and mother-in-law and why she should move here. So I called her. They said, well, but she has a house that she may be willing to sell. And that I perked up. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let me, let me see if we can do this. You know? So I met with her. She was the sweetest woman and she definitely wasn't. Her husband had passed about three years prior. The house was way too big for her. Uh, it was her and her little dog, um, Bella. And she, you know, she did need help, but she wasn't really ready to make that move yet. But we talked for like three hours, which is what's so important about building this rapport and not necessarily just trying to go out there and make money every day, like trying to solve her problems. So I listened to her problems, you know, what are your problems and gave her those solutions. She was so relieved and so happy and ended up purchasing the renovated property. It was a $50,000, you know, profit on that gross profit. And then I bought her property in Garland and same thing made $50,000 gross profit. So one deal with the neighbor coming over to a rehab turned into two deals. So it was really awesome. It had not happened to me before. And I never got, you know, a back to back deal from one person like that. So it was really fun. Like it was unexpected. And I was like, okay, great. I didn't have to spend a lot of marketing money for this property. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, and you know, I just love when great things happen to great people. And clearly <laughs> you have a heart, um, that is compassionate for people and she could feel that. And that's why everyone wanted to get this deal done. People can tell Definitely. they have genuine care and concern for them. So, okay. So speaking of care and concern for people, I know you now have a team of people I working do. for you. I do. And I wish we had, you know, we could talk all day about, you know, that whole deal, but we don't have time for that. So let's just talk about when someone is, you know, trying to expand their business, um, talk about the first hire that you made and like the job duties and description you had that person do 
and um, just gives people some insight, you know, into what that looks like for someone that wants to expand. Definitely. So, you know, everyone's different. Their first hire is going to be, you know, not always the same as mine. I'm going to talk about mine and the whys. I think it is important to know why though. Um, you know, whatever you're doing in your business, if it is just you and you're at a point where it's time to hire that next person, that first hire, you need to literally get a piece of paper and write your, you know, pros and cons, what I'm good at, what I'm not good at, and know you know your strengths and hire someone for your weaknesses so my weakness was answering the phone you know the reason I got into this business was you know financial freedom to do the things I wanted you know to make sure that I had time for my daughter and you know all of those fun things that encompass that and therefore answering the phone on night and weekends was not something that I enjoyed doing. It's not something I wanted to do. So a lead manager, which is someone who will take those phone calls, if you're marketing, whether it be direct mail or driving for dollars or however you're marketing, you're going to be getting that through email, social media, or phone calls. So someone has to be there to take these leads and do something with the leads. Therefore, you know, if you, if you have it go to voicemail, some people do that, but in the way that the real estate market is right now, I feel it's very important to answer these live and to get back with these people as soon as possible. So the first hire for me was a lead manager. What that person does is answer all of the phone calls Monday through Sunday and any type of lead that comes into the system. Um, they respond to all of my Facebook marketing and things like that. They also post, you know, 25, uh, 30 Craigslist ads a week, you know, looking for sellers and also looking for buyers. Um, I also have them update my cash, uh, cash buyers database. So therefore when we have cash buyers come in, uh, through various channels of marketing that we do, then they're updating that as well. We also send thank you letters to our buyers and our sellers. So something that we like to do is just send a handwritten thank you letter, you know, thank you for meeting me. Thank you for purchasing this property. Just something really quick and simple. And um, she'll confirm all of our appointments for the following day. And she'll post all of our deals on Craigslist and Facebook as well. And she will cold call about 200 probate leads uh, weekly. So she does quite a lot. Uh, we do not get so many phone calls. Um, I'd say we get maybe 30 calls a week. And I put out a lot of marketing. So like 50,000 uh, pieces of mail a month. And we still only get about 30 calls a week. So she's not answering the phone constantly. So I had to find something to, uh, to keep her busy, but it's a really important role for me because it took all of those things off of my plate and, uh, you know, kind of catapulted into, you know, having someone do that into where I could, you know, be open and available to do other things that were more important for the business and then, you know, hire other people going forward. Well, I think it's brilliant. And for our listeners, I know Jamie rattled off a whole bunch of stuff really fast. And if you were like me, you'd be like scrambling, trying to take notes as fast as you can. And guess what? You don't have to take notes. We'll email you her job description for this first hire that she made, as well as some other hires she made, like her whole team. She's really generously you know, given us that. So if you're interested in getting all those details, you can go to um, my website for the podcast. It's hardhatholly.com forward slash 68. And there you'll be able to download Jamie's awesome job descriptions. And um, also you can also text 
to the number 38470. That's 38470. You're going to text hard hat as all one word, and you can get this download as well as our prior ones. Jamie, you've been so generous with your time, and I know we've got to get you on the call. So um, let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you, or you know, maybe somebody in your neighborhood wants to be doing business with you too. So how do people reach out to you? Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm always interested in talking to people about doing you know, anything together, uh, helping them, JV, things like that. Um, I'm actually uh, coaching with Wholesaling Inc. So I'm, I'm coaching how to wholesale your first deal, how to build teams, things like that. So you can reach me at jamie at wholesalinginc.com. And you can also go to wholesalinginc.com and scroll down under the about page and book a strategy call with me. And so those are probably two of the best ways on Facebook. It's Jamie Burleson Woolley. So there's a few different ways to get in touch with me. And yeah, always looking to talk to other investors and people that are looking to get into the business and love to uh, help, but definitely reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to, to share what I know. Fantastic. And we'll have links to everything Jamie just mentioned in our show notes. If you're not sure where to find it, how to spell our name. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for your time. You've been so generous. Do you have any final words of wisdom as we're getting ready to sign off that you would like to impart to our listeners? Words of wisdom. Uh, this is official Tom Kroll right here, but progress, not perfection. I'm the poster child of progress, not perfection. So, you know, there's been so many things that have gone great and have not gone great. And you just have to keep pushing and just keep making progress and taking action like every single day. So the biggest thing is, you know, if you want this, figure out what your why is and make it happen. Do not, you know, worry about, I don't know everything. Just do it. Make it happen and take action. And if your why is big enough and your drive is big enough, then you'll totally make it happen. <laughs> Amen. Love that. Couldn't be better said. I, I'm a big fan of that. Take action. None of us know everything all the time. We're always learning, yeah. right? Not at all. Not at all. Well, thank you again. Um, and listeners, just get out there. Take some action. Hopefully, Jamie inspired you today and gave you some ideas on how you can take your real estate investing business and efforts to the next level. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you so much, Holly. I appreciate it. And I hope you have a great day. If you found value in today's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. You can find our show notes at our website, houseflipmasters.com, on the podcast page. Also, to get our top tips for finding deals without spending lots of money, go to houseflipmasters.com for your free download today.